On the sixth day of Christmas, day when the 90s gave to me. Six keys of playing, five fourth wall breaks, four sheets of wrapping, three calls of butter, two former husbands, and then holding a store hostage. That was pretty good. Somehow I still almost forgot that five is done differently. He just reminded us. All right. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube at YouTube.com slash at Namely90s. And if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely 90s, also with a 90s, to sign up for one of our support levels. And uh, well, hi, welcome. Welcome to the third annual 12 Days of Christmas specials. And today you join us on day six of Ooh. our special. Happy, happy, happy <laughs> that boxing was well day. done, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Well, I haven't, I haven't written that yes, down Yes, I hope everyone had a lovely episode. Christmas. Yes. And, yes. I hope uh, everyone had a lovely Christmas and are enjoying the banking holiday in our uh, non-U.S. Uh, related English speaking. I was countries. really hoping to do some banking today too. That's un- that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have another returning guest with yes. us today. We have Shalina of hey, Everything Nineties. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, thanks for doing this again. I know we're uh, we're we're a lot to handle, so uh, we appreciate <laughs> you you coming back. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, Shalina is the host of Everything Nineties, one of one of many great nineties podcasts out there, um, and she takes nostalgic trips down memory lane. Yes. Uh, if I may read from your your old descriptor, calling oh, sure. all '90s kids and lovers of this decade, join Shalina on nostalgic trips down memory lane as you reminisce on everything related to the '90s. Yes, that's right. Thank you. I'm oh, glad yeah. to be back. Yeah, yeah, welcome back. We're happy to have you again. Um, in in the past year since we've had you on, uh, how how has everything '90s been going for you? Uh, it's been going great. Um, yeah, I, I'm still meeting more new guests, new guests that are coming on, making more podcast friends, which is great. And, uh, in the new year, I have the nineties versus two thousands series coming back. Excited so Brandon that. was on that <laughs> Yeah, new categories, new guests. So I'm excited about that. 
I, I like to I like to also point out I was not only a, a guest on that to uh, debate. I also had the honor of being a guest moderator on, on yeah. a different episode on the anime episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I appreciated that. Thanks, thank you for having me on. Uh, and then I, I debated the '90s theme songs. Um, so uh, if you're looking for some episodes of everything '90s to get into, and you're afraid to try something new something familiar for you over there uh listeners um check check out those episodes and then get into everything 90s uh, also i um i don't know if you're gonna continue this next year but i've really enjoyed uh your movie club uh that you've oh, been doing yeah. um i've only made it to i think i only made it to like the first couple which i'm sorry i keep having conflicts uh oh with, that's okay with uh, the time but um yeah, uh, we did Mrs. Doubtfire for one. Um, she's all that. She's Dude, all that. Was that. Your oh, pick. Yeah. Yes, that was my pick because we also were we had to I had to watch it anyways for one of our episodes. Um, but it was nice to be able to to discuss it with um, everyone, all of all of your your group of movie club people. And you, so do you want to explain that a little? Do you- sure. Yeah, so every month I host a 90s movie club where we uh, watch a 90s movie on our own and then we come together and discuss it. Uh, So off the top of my head memory, we've done, yeah, Mrs. Elfire, She's All That, uh, Hook. Um, What was that anime one we did? Oh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, Princess Mononoke. That was a fun one. Um, the one that I really didn't like was like the gangs. Oh, uh, it was. Oh shoot! Because <laughs> I was I was confused. Not my movie. It's, it's Boys in the Hood and or I was confused with. Um, it wasn't Boys in the Hood. It was. It was uh, the, yeah, it's the one that I always confuse Boys in the Hood with. Um, Menace. I'm sorry. Menace to Society. Was it not Leprechaun in the Hood? <laughs> I should say. Yes, that was it. I had it. to ask. That was it. <laughs> was Boy, it no. Menace to Society? Yes, that one. Oh, that was so... I could not. That was... Uh, yeah, that, uh, that, was a, that was a heavy one. That, that I think was, was like your second second or third pick, or not your pick, but you let, you let the people that, that join you kind of... You spin the wheel, and uh, whoever gets picked gets to pick the next movie. That's right, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, uh, who picked the Pelican Brief? Me. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> I like Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's that's on my list of movies to watch. I just um. I I wasn't able to make it. I think you recorded or you did last last weekend or yesterday. 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 Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, as of this recording. Um, I mean, considering it's basically like two hours about litigation regarding birds. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stupid but i'm a big denzel washington fan so i keep okay. seeing it on whatever streaming service and it just seems a little intense for whatever i want to watch before i inevitably fall asleep on the couch so i end up not watching it yeah it's a, it's a good one i never realized that they had a movie together i was watching i think it was an interview with julia roberts and she mentioned um how denzel gave her good advice and then i just googled Julia Roberts, Denzel Washington. I'm like, oh, they have a movie together. How do people join your your movie club? Uh, the Everything 90s. Uh, oh, you it, could it, just uh, 
connect with me on Instagram or send me an email. Email is shalina91 at outlook.com. And then my Instagram is at everything90spodcast. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, highly yeah. recommended if you want to to go down the 90s rabbit hole and, and to have some fun movies and a good conversation. Yes. Uh, um, easier than reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh, so how about, um, we should have asked our other guests these, this question. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode or favorite like run of episodes uh, from this past year since we've, we've had you on last? From my podcast or yours? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> From your podcast. What's your favorite thing about our podcast? Yeah. No, tell, tell us great things about us, Shalina. No, uh, about your episodes. Because like, you've had the um, you've had the 90s versus 2000s debates. That, that was a pretty cool thing you did. Um, I remember the Spice Girls. Did, did you do a Spice Girls? Um, no. Was that the that trivia? That was a trivia night. Yes. That that, that was um, fun. Yeah, that that looked cool. Like you, you engage with the audience in ways that we can only hope to do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so it's uh-huh. always fun to see um, what you're doing over there. But do you have like uh, any any specific episode that you might want to suggest for mm. for listeners? I think my favorite episode uh, to date would have to be the Mariah Carey episode i reviewed her cd or album butterfly um i feel like because that was i think that was my first uh episode where i got to like do a deep dive on one of my favorite artists uh music um and the guest i had on she was amazing and um I really liked the collab episode i did with the most millennial podcast i think that's their name yes there's so many podcasts there's quite a few podcasts that have like millennial in it mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah. i confuse them but that one was was fun um i got to share a little bit uh we talked about music as well and i got to share a little bit about my childhood in that one i don't really get too personal in my episodes but that one i kind of I kind of did so that was cool um and uh yes the most millennial podcast uh that that was the episode before your mariah carey one yes correctly um yeah but butterfly great album um yes great insect as well Uh, (laughs) it's it's one one, one of those one of those that does a full metamorphosis yes um and then uh i think during halloween if i remember correctly you did oh like, how did goose- i forget about that yes <laughs> you, did, you did a whole goosebumps series that uh, was fun rl stein's books oh, okay um, yes i feel like andrew read those more than i did but yeah I, I did we did definitely have those growing up good books yeah. good books Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Like, why don't I like the horror genre if I read those books as a kid? That's a good point. Like, I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark as a kid, and now I'm like, I am afraid of the dark. Uh, <laughs> is there a cause and effect? I don't there know. There are night lights everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's actually no. Um, but you know, I, 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 we, we were talking with Scott on two episodes ago of uh, New Horror Express, how we're not, we're, just giant babies when it comes to horror yeah but i I, same 
I, I do. There, there's some good '90s ones uh, for horror. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, did we ask you where we can find your podcast? Uh, oh. I think you said your Instagram already, but just throw out throw out all your socials and and everything. Sure. Before we get into the episode. Uh, so you can find my podcast, Everything Nineties Podcast, on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Just go on Google, search Everything Nineties Podcast, and it'll pop up. <laughs> and I'm trying out the YouTube thing. I'm still a little shy, you know, showing my face. But right now, it's just B-roll videos. <laughs> But who knows, in the new year, you might see my face on, on YouTube. Brandon so. and I once had a contest to see who could get the most YouTube subscribers in a year. And I, I did like nothing because I didn't know what to make videos on. And then he did a wine series, which actually, uh, Ooh. yeah. How many subscribers did you end up with? I mean, that year it was that, like that 70. Year, I, I thought I got over a hundred. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it might've been, it might've been 70, might've been 80, uh, somewhere between 70 and 80, but currently I just hit over 300 and I haven't been active nice. in over a year. So you want to hear something <laughs> embarrassing? I just, I just discovered, well, maybe this is embarrassing for him or for me. I don't know who I discovered Mr. Beast like a week ago. <laughs> Uh, I've had a Mr. Uh, Beast um, burger before from one of his, uh, what are they, the um, ghost kitchens that he has. He has a Mr. Beast burger in like every major city. Uh, They're gross. Well, (laughs) it just kind of proves the point that you can literally just make nonsense videos about anything and somehow get billions of, not billions, millions uh, of subscribers. uh, I mean, the guy, the guy just gives away money. That's how, that's how he. That's it's not a bad model. People love money. (laughs) People love money. Yes. Uh, I feel it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know much about the guy. I don't watch a lot of his videos, but I just know that, um, his Mr. Beast burgers quality control doesn't exist. If you have ghost kitchens running out of other people's kitchens. Yeah. You wouldn't think. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I was a bit of a, I just, I had to embarrass myself a little bit. I'm so not YouTube savvy. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, it's all good. I I I like I like YouTube. Well, you're uh, here's the thing. Andrew was the one that suggested that we do video for <laughs> uh, for yeah, maybe nineties. No, well, here's like, what I don't fa- like about YouTube. Video. I could, I mean, I could probably do something. I could probably make a video mm-hmm. or at least like record video, but the process of cutting it together and like exporting it in the proper format, I, I just I, editing. I just that that's not my thing. That's what I yeah. found out really work, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, my initial plan was to do like actual edited style videos of this podcast. Cause if you look back at our first couple episodes, it's like, Oh, here's a clip from this and here's a clip from that. And that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Uh, so it is easier to just slap these all together and throw it up. But, um, I do kind of, or that's why I now do the Namely Nineties Minute, which is just a little. Oh, I like bit. those. Oh, thank you. Yeah, those are pretty funny. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, they're good. I try. Well, not this, not this current week, but other times. <laughs> this, yeah, it, it's um, hopefully it draws in some extra views. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, what's your? Did you say what your YouTube channel was? Oh, everything Nineties podcast. Nice. Yes. Um. That's cool. Uh, 
I always forget. Did, did we ask if we could use your video from this episode in our yeah. video? Okay. You could use it. <laughs> Excellent. <That's fine. laughs> yeah. So if you want to see this awesome person down here, uh, obviously you're watching this on youtube.com slash at Amy nineties. Uh, see more of her at uh, everything nineties. Just try throw it in the little search bar up there. You can find it and uh, watch some more episodes. Uh, where do we go from here? Um, we we well, already mind you for your Christmas and holiday memories. Yes. <laughs> last year, um, I guess you, your, your new holiday memory is joining us for our previous episode. Of, yeah. uh, it's a new tradition. Yeah. Yes. Um, so should we talk about Blossom? Do we? Do we? Do we want to, Shalina? You, you were you were you were the one that picked this episode, so um, yes. <laughs> how about how about you you started off before oh, no, Andrew throws a wet blanket on us? Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't Ouch. know what to say. Um, well, I started watching Blossom this year, like last month, and I'm like, ooh, this is it's actually a pretty good show. Uh, Maybe two years ago, uh, one of my podcast friends had recommended it and I just never got around to watching it. But um, yeah, when you invited me back on, I was like, oh, can we do Blossom since it's like fresh in my mind? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we were happy to oblige, oblige this year since I didn't like crazy, like a crazy person stage out every single episode like it had in the past um it's actually a lot easier on me for some reason <laughs> uh but yeah um blossom blossom's Bl- one of those shows that like i knew i know the name of it obviously mm-hmm. i'm aware of it but this isn't what i remember the show being so i think i have it confused with a different show i uh, i i well, so I like I know I, I knew of Blossom. I also didn't haven't watched it before this, but like I knew who Maya Bialik was, and I knew she was Blossom, and I knew she had the like the hat with the the flower on it. Um, I thought it was a blonde girl. I'm like now I'm wondering what show I'm getting it confused with. Full House. I don't know. It was uh, a single word title. Oh, how about Sabrina? Not not Sabrina, oh, but the other one that she was in. Uh, Clarissa explains it all. I don't know. I can't no, you're going for one word because, like, uh, so Blossom. I always confused with like um, Soleil Moonfries mm-hmm. show, uh, Punky Brewster, Punky, because mm-hmm. um, uh, she was also a spunky teenager in the late '80s, early '90s, or something. Um, which I've never seen that show either. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Blossom is. I, I knew I knew it was uh, Mayim Bialik. I knew it was uh, Joey Lawrence, and I knew that he goes, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's good." That, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and then because I watched, I watched um, Joey Lawrence had a show after Blossom where it was just him and his two brothers, um, and it, they, that was the sitcom. They all they all were just brothers living together. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so like I, I somehow missed Blossom, um, which is an American sitcom that aired for five seasons on NBC. It uh, it was a mid season replacement from 91 until May, 1995. 
let's see. Um, Blossom Russo, the main character, played by Maya Bialik, is an Italian-American teenager who lives with her single father, Nick, uh, in a male-dominated household that includes her elder, elder brothers, Tony and Joey. Um, the start of the series, her mom, apparently, they're adjusting to her mom having left her dad. Um yeah. There's a common '90s uh, trope there: divorce, divorce, or death of mother. I feel like that uh, has yeah. been in a lot of things we've talked party, about. Party of five, um, yeah. Nick Nick is a, a session musician who is frequently between gigs and tours, and uh, her, Tony is a recovering alcoholic and drug addict who eventually goes on to be a paramedic. Wow, I did not know that about Tony. Wow, that's intense. And Joey is the t- middle sibling, a stereotypical dumb jock, or the ex- known for his exaggeration, exaggerate, uh, known for his exaggerated delivery of his catchphrase. Whoa! And uh, she also has a best friend named Six Lemure. Um, yeah. Is anyone else just worn out by like character development and casting from the nineties? They're like, what we need is the smart sister. And the dumb jock brother. You're like, oh, good. This again. Like, yes. it just feels very tired, even by and, this time. And that's their trait. The end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> final, final thing here I have is Blossom would frequently have fantasy sequences where she would have, uh, where she'd receive advice from celebrities such as Mr. T, Felicia Rashad, David Spade, David Spade, Kermit the Frog, <laughs> Will Smith, and God, played by Don Novello. Because he's Italian. Um, she asked Will Smith sorry for advice and he just slaps her. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I cannot. Soon, not I soon love enough. making jokes that are no longer current. It's my favorite. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's. The other day I made a joke about hanging chads. That's like a 23 year old joke. You made that joke on the podcast like a did month I? ago. Oh, I did it at work too. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, for those of you that don't remember, <laughs> hanging chads were uh, a controversial voting thing in the, the 2000, 2000 election. election. Yeah, uh, oh, because Florida. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There was this well, whole thing where, like, with the voting system, you like punch through a hole at the voting booth, and it was supposed to poke out the little piece of paper, but that little piece of paper was still attached. It was called a hanging chad, and then they had to determine like if two of the corners were still attached. It wasn't a vote, but if it was only attached by one corner, it was a vote for that candidate. And then ultimately at the end of the day, I think the Supreme court ended up deciding that uh, George W. Bush won that election. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story actually. And you can see why our democracy is failing. <laughs> um, Hanging chads. Yes, I was. And they were trying to win Florida, which was apparently a swing state at the time. Yeah, it was very closely contested. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I, I, like, I feel like I've seen an episode of Blossom before because that, that whole, like, may have been this episode, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> like, that kitchen's familiar, uh, her, her grandfather's there, which I don't remember if that's, was, was that a, he's, he's, he lives with them during the whole series, right? Like, uh, not in season one, because okay. I, I'm still in season one and I oh. he hasn't popped up yet. Okay. So I will say the floor plan of this house this. seems to differ from every other floor plan from nineties sitcoms. Does it a little? Oh, in the, fa- in the fact that the front door is on the right side of the screen. And yeah. The- <laughs> 
Like the kitchens in the the left side left of the house. Side. <laughs> yeah. It feels different. It feels fresh. You yes. Know? <laughs> it's slightly inverted. Um <laughs> any any other any other blossom tidbits that anyone wants to share? Chalina, how how is season one so far? And has this ruined your viewing now that I've spoiled? Oh uh, no. <laughs> no, in the first season they uh revealed that Tony is a recovering addict. So, and that her uh, mom left them. I can't remember why. I think something about her career. Uh, I have. She left to pursue her own life and career. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't remember what she does. Um, Neither do I. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so far I've I've been enjoying it. It's, It's good. It's yeah. She's nice. a good actress. Oh, um, I am Bialik. Yes, yeah. She plays a mean Alex Trebek. So, <laughs> and she has okay. like two PhDs. Oh, I think. Yeah, there was that oh. light science denying controversy oh, that kind of got swept that, under the rug. But other that, than that, well, I mean that too. But <laughs> it's like, that? Uh, yeah, she had like a slight slight controversy. But I, I mean, think- it wasn't as bad as objectifying. Uh, disabled people like Ken Jennings did on like some old tweet that he posted a long time ago. But she also she she also has two PhDs in science uh, STEM fields. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's good. Uh, um, nice. From what I can remember, because uh, she has she like she wrote a book on like physics for dummies. Because um, oh. I remember her kind of um, promoting that a couple years ago. She should write a book called. <clears throat> Sorry. Science uh, denying for dumb. No. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, um, Bazinga for dummy. No, <laughs> dumb sitcoms for physicists. That was the book she wrote. I'm sorry. It took. If I had said it quickly, it would have been funny. But now I just look like an idiot. <laughs> I started uh, saying it, and it wouldn't come out. Uh, yes. Um. Oh, she has three books. Uh. One is called Beyond the Sling, uh, which is about attachment parenting. That's that's what it was. It was something Ooh. about like breastfeeding that she got weird about. Oh um, man, you want to get people fired up? Start talking about breastfeeding, boy. Uh, it's a hot button issue. I, as a man, I <laughs> either way, I'm just saying in general. You, you mention it, <laughs> it just becomes. I'm not. It doesn't Good matter answer. what your opinion is of any type. It's just going to spawn some sort of a debate. Um, her second book is called Mime V Alex or sorry, Mime's vegan table, which contains over a hundred of her vegan recipes. And the third book is girling up about the struggles of the struggles of and ways in which girls grow up showing the scientific ways in which their bodies change. Um, and a fourth book, even though I said she had three, uh, <laughs> learning bo- to count with Pam. <laughs> Uh, boying up, which analyzes the science and anatomy and mentality of growing up as a boy and the physical and mental changes and challenges boys face while transitioning from adolescence to adulthood. Uh, Interesting. Stimulating. Yes. She was also on the Big Bang Theory for those of you who are um, <laughs> Yes, she was. Sorry, that. I was imitating the laugh track. Now I need to do that every five seconds so that you get the full effect. Or I could just clip it and keep playing it at random <laughs> intervals. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, she, she was Sheldon's girlfriend for the majority of the series. Um, this is a show that I hate watched every, all twenty seasons of. Um, I've never seen it. 
I, I would recommend literally anything else, but it was popular in the Midwest. It was, yeah, and it's on all the time in syndication. It's ridiculous. Like, I, yeah, it'll come on in the background, and I can't hear the dialogue, but I can just hear continuous laugh track. I we don't we don't like to yuck yums here, but at the same time, the Big Bang Theory is uh, lowest common denominator humor. Uh, mm-hmm. Each episode, it's about a bunch of nerds that live together that um, can't are socially awkward and can't. Uh, and then sprinkle in some cringy physics from now and every now and then. Yeah, what they do is they they'll just go to the Wikipedia page, <laughs> type in <laughs> physics stuff, and click on an article, and then make. Uh, the jokes uh, or the B story of the episode be about that. And, and oh, gosh. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, uh, it, was so one, it was, it was the most watched <laughs> show uh, across the nation. Whereas a good show community, same, same time slot was. A, if this gives you any context, <sighs> it was created by the same guy who created two and a half men. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. But I didn't I watch that show either. I would. But I know of it. Yeah. Uh, it's just. It's just. It's the. It's the. It. 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 It makes social awkward. Socially awkward nerds the punchline instead of like. I don't know, being accepting and whatever, because uh, that's what we should be doing. Um, and it alienates the nerds and makes everyone go, "Ha ha! Look how how look how foolish and socially awkward they are." And that's the gist of ten, twelve seasons of of the entire show. Wow. Uh, whereas smarter smarter sitcoms came along and failed while they were choked out by that. Uh, but let's talk about a smarter sitcom. Blossom, <laughs> it's a marginal life. Uh, let's let's go in the way way back machine to season two, episode thirteen of Blossom. Um, yeah, uh, it starts with uh, Blossom learning to drive with her dad in a car. No words were said other than uh, 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 uh. yeah, that was I was like, what am I watching? It was so strange. <laughs> yeah, jumping in on it and not knowing who was, who anyone is. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, them driving in a car um, and yeah, uh, it, it was um, it, it was that cut to titles. Um, that felt that felt a little abrupt to me, and um, like they were trying to fill fill in some some gaps. I felt or, I felt that the title sequence was moderately painful, but I don't like anything. But they so. were looking at the camera like you do, like you like. That's true. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the title sequences, Joanna? Sorry, title sequence. That's like the when, opening credits opening, when she's yeah, dancing. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I I like her style. <laughs> a lot of outfit it, changes. Yeah, I like her outfits. Very, very 90s. Um, when I first watched the show, she, the, in season one, it's slightly different, but she's still dancing. And at first, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I didn't expect that she actually has moves. <laughs> so I have an answer to that. Um, since it was a mid season replacement, uh, they, Originally for the pilot, they had a different song for uh, that she was dancing to for for the opening 
credits and then they i don't know either they didn't get the rights to the song or the um they thought oh we should put in the new song that they used for the for the episodes going forward uh they didn't reshoot her dancing sequence until season two is what i read Ah. um so they tried their best to sync it up um they did good yeah she's on beat yeah yeah um which is surprising for the italian american stereotypes represented in this no um (laughs) yeah uh so we get into their kitchen um they're they're all uh, apparently blossom survived driving her father and uh she's complaining to her friend six about uh, uh or she's she's being quizzed about the driver's test in america how uh do you have drivers what's the driver's ed type thing in canada um are um, here it's uh 16 you get a license 15 you get a learner's permit and after 18 you can drive uh by yourself if you haven't got your license before that okay well in canada it depends on which province you're mm-hmm. in so i'm in the province of ontario and it you get it in three steps so first is your g1 that's a written test and with your G1, you're supposed to be driving with someone with, I think, like 10 plus years of driving experience. I can't remember mm-hmm. the time frame or the amount of years. Then, and you can't drive on the highway, oh. which is, I think you guys call that freeway. The freeway. Yeah. Depends on uh, yeah. state. Yeah. A freeway, I would consider like an interstate or a multi-lane divided highway, whereas a highway would be like a state, you know, main state thoroughfare road that could be, you know, a two lane highway or whatever. It's kind of weird. I don't actually know okay. how to define that. Okay. Uh, well, there's no, there's yeah. no traffic lights. I don't know if that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's put it this way. For me, a freeway instead of, yeah, turns and it has exits. So you, you take an exit yes. instead of a turn and highways have turns. That's, that's kind of how I look at it. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I guess it'd be equivalent to your freeways. Mm-hmm. Uh, G2 is a driv- uh, driven test. That one you could drive by yourself, but I don't think you could be on the road. I think like sunset after sunset or something like that. Mm. I can't remember. That one, um, I think you could have one passenger. It's been a while. Yeah, and we then, had something like that. There was like, a, uh, after we got our licenses or right around, there was some stepped up process where like you could have a certain amount of passengers at a yeah. certain age and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. And then your final, uh, which is your G, um, that one's a, dr- a driven test as well. And then once you pass that, you don't have to do any more testing. That's like your full license. Okay. So you, there's yeah. multiple driven tests then? Two. Two. Yeah. So one and the written, first ones are written. Okay. Yeah. And it's okay. That's cool. That's interesting because for for us to get the license at that young age, it's um, you know you get the learner's permit. You don't have to you don't have to take a test to get that. And then the license. I there was a written test for that for the learner's permit. I don't um, recall. What about when do you have to wrestle the moose to, with your bare hands? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, what? That's that's, that's a, you. it was a Canada joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, in America, they make you assemble an assault rifle before you get your license. I think that's probably. Mm. These are satirical jokes about our countries. Yes. They hand you a handgun as you get the license. <laughs> like, here, assemble this. 
no. Uh, but uh, it was we, like, you know, how far a, from a fire a hydrant and, are you allowed to park? You know, yeah. uh, how, how, what kind of right away should you give other vehicles in certain situations? That well, kind of thing. We have the, we have the written and the test at the same time. And that's when we get the oh. general license or, but I think now you're right. Andrew, Andrew's right there. If you're six, like 16 to 18, there's kind of like a, uh, provisional license where you can only have X amount of people in your car yeah, and, uh, drive like you have a curfew, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. I remember when I took my test, people were literally, cause you had to take it in the, in the licensing office mm-hmm. and this, they, they were literally walking around from desk to desk, like talking to each other <laughs> and helping each other take the test. And no one, like <laughs> the attendant didn't say anything. It was very strange. I, I had to retake the test when I moved to California because each state, Probably like if you move to a different province, you have to get a new license. Uh, do I, you? Uh, I don't know. I, I assume so. I've only lived in one province my whole life, but I know you have to change your license plate. Oh, like oh yeah. So I'm assuming you're yeah, get a new license. As well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when I moved to California, I had to get a new license and it was just, I had to take a, a written exam again, but it was on like a computer. And like one guy just had his book out like in front of him <laughs> as he was answering the questions. I'm like, You're like, really? <laughs> this is open book. Yeah. And um, the question I got wrong was uh, about smoking inside the car. Like, <laughs> uh, if you have an infant in the car, are, is it legal to smoke? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, it was a yes or no question. Question I'm like, well, it's America, so I assume it's legal to smoke in a your own car, even if you were stupid enough to have a child in there. I like that all the materials in question seems to have originated in like the early seventies. <laughs> like you get these videos, it's got like the real kind of shaky video quality and like kind of that that audio that randomly goes off pitch and it's like, so you're taking your driver's test and they show like, you know, a 1991 crown Victoria. That's like the average and the the average stopping distance of a car is 900 yards. And you're like, yeah, maybe in like 1973. Oh yeah. Cause of the brakes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please stop 15 semi trucks uh, or leave a gap for 15 semi trucks between you and the car in front of you. Um, speaking of dated references, who's hotter, Jason Priestley or Luke Perry? I don't know if I know who those people are. Have either or both of those people overdosed and died? Uh, Luke Perry died, but that's because okay. he had a heart attack. Um, okay. Luke Perry and Jason Priest, Priestley, they were the guys, the two main characters from uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. right. So um, Jason plays Brandon, the brother of uh what's her face um sure. shannon, Dor- shannon doherty's character we watched an episode the first year one Andrew. episode uh, and then luke perry's the cool rebel guy uh who is I, he in riverdale is he the dad he was that he was archie's dad okay. in riverdale. i know yep. him okay. yeah yeah he's the one that died um so uh who's hotter jason Priestley or uh luke perry uh and then that's that's the question six asks Blossom for her driver's test questions, and she's like, "No, about driving. Who looks hotter driving?" <laughs> Jason Priestley. Or I actually did. Perry? I did laugh at that. That was pretty yeah. funny. Um, her grandpa says, "I'll take you out driving," because her dad's too busy or something. Um, 
Joe, Joey wants Miss December for Christmas. Feel free to jump in at any point. Um, That's they get a postcard. Awkward. They get yeah. They get a postcard from uh, their mom who has a new boyfriend, um, which uh, I guess was just kind of thrown in there so we can have the resolution so, at the end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but she's in Paris and or something and meets met met a French artiste. Um, yeah, they That's find stupid. they find an old fruitcake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, from, that was it's always, gross. It's always funny. Like, it's from 1986, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I was like, "I did the math," and I was like, "It's only five years." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was oh, thinking, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like when they make references to old things, you know. Yeah, I always thought, uh, like for an example, um, the song "Hotel California." They say they haven't had the spirit here since 1969, and I was like, "Wow, that's a long time ago." I'm like, "That's like four years before the song was written." <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but then, of course, it tasted okay. But as we learned on the Good Eats episode from last year, the mm-hmm. point of fruitcake is to like preserve it with alcohol so that it can last a long time oh. or something. Or, like that's where it originated from. Are you a fruitcake fan, Shalina? No, I am not. I like Same. black cake. I don't know if you guys. I'm not familiar with that. that. Uh, so it's mostly popular, like in Caribbean households. Uh, Definitely in Jamaica, it's a cake uh, that we eat at Christmas. Um, what's in it? Most I know, like the main ingredient is rum. <laughs> also called rum cake. Any recipe ah. that begins with the ingredient rum. Oh, rum. It's kind of a. It looks like kind of a chocolate rum cake. Yeah, but it's not chocolatey. It's kind oh. of hard to explain. Hmm. But. Um, yeah, oh, interesting. that over fruitcake for me. <laughs> oh, I'll have to get into that this Christmas. That sounds interesting. Um, it's on Etsy. It's labeled as Jamaican fruitcake. Oh. It also <laughs> appears to be a book by Charmaine Wilkerson, which has a lot of reviews and is rated quite well. Oh, I don't know about that book. <laughs> but oh. Okay, it's a cool. thing. Uh, yeah, so, it's got four point five stars with uh, eleven thousand ratings on uh, on the old Amazon. Oh, two estranged siblings delve into their mother's hidden past and how it all connects to the traditional to her traditional Caribbean black cake. Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. I read for okay. Anyway. <laughs> and it's oh, in for, development for, as a Hulu oh, yeah. original series. Who knew all this was happening? Is, is it out? Yeah. Produced by oh. other people and Oprah Winfrey. Huh. Huh. Who knew? Uh, well, all right. We learned, <laughs> we learned, we learned something. Today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's see. The, the dad comes in, says he got a job, calls the grandpa Baldy. I, I didn't understand the relationship between them, but Shalina hasn't gotten that far in season one yet. So sorry. <laughs> um, I guess we'll skip why over is, that. Why is what? the friend's name six? Did, did we ever figure this out? That's not a name. <laughs> she, that was like in the first season, what I've watched so far, that's how she was introduced. So I, I have no idea. Yeah, that's a it. number. <laughs> uh, I, I assume I assume her I mean someone are, had to say it. I assume her parents are are hippie. Uh, okay. Or that kind of that that 
that I think that's sense. what they're going for with her vibe. Like, what's that uh, short for? Uh, yeah. Um. So her dad, the, her dad got a job uh, playing synthesizers, and then uh, shoes them all off, and then gets a call saying that they're on strike. I didn't get this joke about the synthesizers because people still play the synthesizer; they don't play themselves. True, but. I assume it was like a commentary on how in the eighties, everything got all synth and synth way. Yeah, but like it didn't take musicians jobs away. They just had to then learn to play a different instrument, which is essentially just a keyboard. True. And you can make synthetic sounds with bad it. joke. Well, so the dad, from what I could gather, the dad was also was a jazz musician or not the dad. The, the, grandpa, the grandpa was a ja- yeah. jazz musician. Yeah. Um, so maybe he's nudie about, real instruments or whatever. I thought he was lying. Cause I didn't quite understand did what was t- going on to the cop. T- we'll get there, but yeah, well, it's just, just right, right now they, they went off to go learn to drive with blossom. And, uh, so the grandpa was asleep, uh, while <laughs> in, in the passenger seat, uh, blossom is, and, uh, six are just like terrified because they're, driving they somehow got on a major highway it's like the scene in clueless where um they end up on the on the freeway and start freaking out because they accidentally end up on the freeway uh and then they get pulled over by a cop you know the thing that made me crazy about that when they Uh, got pulled over i was like i'm not sure if they were just trying to fill time or give more time for witty banter Uh but i was like stop the car she rolled and came to a stop for so long. Yes. I'm like, just <laughs> hit the brakes. <laughs> I, I noticed it was a very long time. Yes. I was <laughs> thinking that too. I'm glad yes. someone else noticed. <laughs> Takes forever for her to pull over. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that maybe that was meant to be a joke, but it was it was like oh, oh, yeah. there there was there there was a good amount of filler in this episode. I feel like this is this is one of those Christmas episodes where like I don't know I don't know how to throw a Christmas episode together. I'm just going to have what I want in here and then we'll make some filler around yeah. it. Um I do like when the, the grandpa just he's like the cop goes, Oh, there's a twenty dollar bill stuck to this. That's weird. <laughs> and it's I didn't get that. He was, no, he, was, he was like low key trying to bribe the guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I'll, a $20 bill. Like if it had been a hundred dollar bill, I think it would have been more obvious, but $20, I don't think that's going to do it for you. Early nineties. That, that's, that's nothing to sneeze right, at. Right. Um, but also, uh, he hands, um, he gives the cop his pilot's license. And cause apparently he hasn't driven since 1946. Uh, and also blossoms pulled over for going seven miles an hour, <laughs> uh, yes. which is apparently a thing you can be pulled over for going too slow and, uh, disrupting the flow of traffic. Yeah. Um, I have a quick story, real, uh, connection to that. So with my G2 test, mm-hmm. uh, this is <clears throat> like, I was 18, I think, or 19. Um, they, I passed, but then my, the person that was testing me, they're like, you drive way too slow. Like <laughs> I wasn't going to pass you, but I'll pass you. Cause you're very like cautious, but you're just too cautious <laughs> and you could actually get pulled over for driving too slow. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I will 
Drive it does. Faster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's technically true. This so this guy was born. In, um, I would estimate the grandpa was born in 1916. That's crazy. Oh, oh wow. Uh-huh. He looked 75, didn't he? Yeah. Based on, you know, his age and when he last drove. And so he was probably in the war. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm now creating more backstory for these people that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, now, yeah, you're going to flood Shalina with uh, your fake backstory. And then she's going to get to season two when they introduce the grandpa. And be like, <laughs> Wait, yeah. this is different. <laughs> Uh, all right. So that scene is over. We get to them uh, well, decorating the tree, or no, except you know. no, the grandpa has to oh, drive instead, right. and then backs into the cop car. Yes, yes. And they just never, they just never reference back to that. <laughs> they just could cut back to the house. Exactly, exactly. Uh, also, <laughs> I would like to point out that they just they they went over each other instead of getting out and just walking yeah around. i know i saw that uh, but i guess they were in they were in the station wagon so that that works i don't know i didn't like it um <laughs> so they're decorating the tree uh they're stringing popcorn on a string um to do, do, do any of you string popcorn for your uh mm-hmm. christmas decor? i i don't yeah i don't either no. but this is like i i keep I'm surprised I didn't notice this in the last two seasons of mm. or two two years that we did this. But why is everyone decorating on Christmas Eve? <laughs> I Real don't hard. understand. So oh, last minute, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, to that point, the dad was going to have a job for Christmas Eve, and somehow still have money to buy presents and do everything, and buy also Christmas. Say, yeah, and also not lose the house. Um, for a day's for a day's work. Um, he made like forty six dollars that day. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're. Eating, I don't, I don't even remember how this scene resolves because the next thing I know they're at the they're at the mall. Well, as usual, no one has bought their gifts yet, so of they course, have to figure out how to Eve. get gifts. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this this happened last year with the Family Matters episode. Uh, oh yeah, really, oh, really yeah. everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and yeah, just the whatever the the episode before last uh, we watched. No, what was the show? Yeah, uh, Moesha. Same Moesha. No one had any any presents purchased uh, day before Christmas. Um. Yeah, it it was just just how it goes, I guess. Um. Yeah. So they're at the mall. Uh. What what happens? Um. They hear music. Yes, they hear music. I was going to say uh, Joey objectifies a um, lingerie mannequin. wearing mannequin. Yes, oh, yeah. with, with no that head. That was ugh, cringe. <laughs> yeah. It was gross, but I thought the joke actually was kind of funny. I, like, well, cause, uh, I mean, that's not my opinion, but I thought the way it was written was kind of funny. I mean, obviously, I thought uh, obviously six is into Joey. I assume. Yes, like, probably because she's like, "Oh, you want to see me wearing?" wearing that he's like no i just want to see the mannequin naked yeah. <laughs> um yeah with a body like that who needs a head sweet donato uh, whoa. whoa um yeah they hear the music they're drawn over to the organ store uh that's piano style organs not i think the only reason he was playing an organ is so they could repeatedly make the joke that he was selling organs 
Because they said it more than once. Like if it was just pianos, it would have been still fine and it would have like gone with the story. But I surely think they wanted to make a couple more jokes. Yeah. The, one thing about this episode, it was packed full of the jokes for sure. Um, but yeah, they find out their dad's a mall musician trying to sell organs uh, where Joey's friend. Uh, I don't remember the kids, the guy's name. Neither. Uh, but is his boss is the dad's boss. Um, they try to encourage their dad. Six is like oblivious to what they're doing. And it's like, I thought that would be like super <laughs> humiliating. She um, just ruins the moment. <laughs> yeah. Classic I don't know. Whoever the six. boss guy is, it's like the most unlikable person so probably a, in the history of television. He's a 17 year old kid. That's a metalhead and into Megadeth, anthrax and slayer. Oh, where do they live? Is this Chicago again? Kind of feels like it. It feels like it, but they never really specify. Do they ever specify? Um, I don't recall. I'm not sure. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I mean, I guess it would probably be New York, but. Yeah, they shot they shot it in the Studio City house uh, in Studio City, but Blossom takes place <coughs> in what city? Um, maybe hmm. they never say. Maybe not. Maybe it's just it generic. feels New Yorky or New Jersey. You know, I think we'd see snow though. No, this if one says it took place in California. Yeah, I was I mean, there was no snow on the ground. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they they seem like a very California because his dad uh, is a musician. True. Well, so they I mean they shot in Studio City, so the Greater is LA area, according to this forum post from 2005. Uh, I guess that's where. I guess that's uh, where, where we have to believe it. Yeah, um, if you remember forums. <laughs> Yes, I do. Uh, let's see. All right. They're back at the house. They've cheered up their dad, sort of. Um, they they do the tree gag. I thought that was the best joke of, of the episode. Um, the, uh, it's it's working. It's not working thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they plug yeah. in the lights on the tree and it, they're blinking lights. But uh, Tony asked Joey, is it working? And he's like, it's working. It's not working. It's working. It's not working. Every time Tony would look back, it's not working because the lights were blinking. Um, and then also, of course, they didn't defrost the turkey. Classic, classic um, holiday trope. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they throw it in the microwave. <laughs> Nuke it. Yikes. Yeah. They didn't even season it. Like, no. I mean, well, I, I don't eat meat, but come on. To be fair, I thought they were going to like you know, defrost it in the microwave because a lot yeah. of them have a defrost function and then cook it. But like yeah. the thing is then it turned black later and was like sizzled to a crisp. It shrunk yeah. to the size of a pheasant. Yeah. From like a microwave wouldn't do that. And of second of all, if you did that in an oven, you had to cook it for like 20 hours to get it to do that. Like it's, it's always, if anything, you'd undercook it and then just give everyone food poisoning. Uh, and while this is happening, the tree catches fire, uh, cause they clearly overloaded that, that plug. Um, and after, after they put out the fire with, uh, the fire extinguisher, they're like, Oh, uh, we could just say we flocked it. Um, <laughs> which 
I don't know if people flock their trees anymore, but yeah, they were, they really did flock it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't uh, think people do that anymore. Also, how toxic is that stuff? Yeah. Interestingly pretty, in the Moish episode, they were wearing like N95 masks when they were spraying the flocking. Yeah. I was like, well, that was actually quite smart. Good, good idea. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to inhale that. And like, until you, want, you want the inside of your lungs to be flocked. I don't think most doctors recommend that, <laughs> but it's all Christmassy in there. Uh, it cuts back to the mall where there's the, the cheese girl is hitting on the dad and then that sets off the, the manager. Um, did the cheese, the thing that the, the cheese girl seemed underage and it made me kind of creeped out. Mm-hmm. Especially because the dad <laughs> says, I didn't even pick up on that. Like maybe uh, she was just young, but she felt not old enough. And it like, was gross. A teen, like a teenager working at a mall. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I have cheese in my pocket. And the dad's like, I just thought you were happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I didn't get that. I didn't get that joke. Yeah, Please oh, explain. Uh, <laughs> like, is it like sexual or like, yes. okay, don't, don't explain it. Don't explain it. <laughs> uh, I'm I mean, maybe I'm she good, was good. like in her mid 20s. I don't did know. Did you figure it out? <laughs> no. But don't. I'll, Google it? No. I, I don't Google it. Don't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> you, usually it's not cheese. It's a roll of quarters or uh, banana, hot dog, etc. Gun. Uh, <laughs> oh, those are just my keys. Or so, I'm you know, so some, lost. Okay. Something uh, phallic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's or bad. Are you, is that a blank in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Is the <gasps> but joke. yes, sexually in a yes. way. Yeah, I guess. Oh, wait. I don't know. It's okay. We'll, we'll fill you uh, in. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mega death. <laughs> we're just mm. casually ruining Shalina's innocence here. Um, okay. I thought that was on the Canadian driving test. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, right, clearly, it's just an American uh, euphemism. Uh All right. So God, we then, are the worst, aren't we? As a country. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, absolutely we are um they have an argument about metal music and the dad's just like all these bands are just trying to be led zeppelin and the the owner the kid the manager's just like who i expected him to just full-on deck that kid when he said who <laughs> but he didn't really react as strongly as i expected oh because he needs a job so he went back to working and the kid's just like i'm so stressed man i'm gonna have to go another direction and hire a drummer uh <laughs> to play these christmas tunes hours before christmas yeah are they closing <laughs> in like 45 minutes <laughs> they should yeah pretty much um as, but somehow he had a time to get the check from the kid, cash it, and then go shopping. Um, yeah. Uh, the kids got him a camera for Christmas, which I, why is that even relevant? <laughs> um, I guess it was for the joke. So they could, so we could take pictures of, of these wonderful memories, she says, next to the burnt tree and the tiny turkey, uh, tiny burnt turkey. Um, Dad gets home. And says he got uh, carjacked by the pregnant lady scam. Has that ever happened to anyone? Nope. Just no, me. I wasn't even aware that it was a scam, but it kind of, I was like, oh, wow. Uh, well, the moment, the moment he said there was a pregnant lady, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But back then to steal a car, all you do is like scratch the VIN number off and then just steal it forever. And now they all have like, you know, GPS and other stuff. Much harder yeah. to, yeah. Uh, 
and was his car the station wagon that they were driving in? Like, I think I, it so. must have been. Why would you want that? Yeah. Uh, Back then, that was fancy. Wagon. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, he got tricked. So, the, for those of you that don't know, the pregnant lady scam is uh, you'll see. On the side of the road, uh, a broken down car with a pregnant lady trying to change your tire. Um, and then you stop. And the moment you get out of the car to get to help, they jump in your car and drive away. And the person in their car drives away. Yeah. Uh, see, the problem is that these scams do exist in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that like scammers are now making me a bad person because I would see a pregnant lady on the side of the road and be like <laughs> F that and then just like speed by and then yeah, she would just actually much. be pregnant and have a flat tire. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. I guess lock your car. That's just good to point. be safe. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean they could pull out a gun. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's, also, it's, I have one of those proximity keys, so it's like uh okay and then they get in it goes like 10 feet and then the car just quits because the key is in my pocket that's a good point um yeah why did he leave the keys in the car um so let's see uh he (laughs) comes home with a pillow and a jack the pillow was what she was pretending to be pregnant with and the jack was also a part of the scheme um they see that the turkey has been microwaved to the size of a pheasant and burnt uh, so he sends the kids to get pizza. Uh, he yells at people that come to Carol at his oh, yeah. house. Um, yeah, classic. Yeah, the Carolers felt really off key to me. I'm not a singing enthusiast, but it sounded bad. <laughs> so you would also yell at them to go away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he shoes everyone out of the house because he just wants to to sit in his depression. But they like kept alluding to him killing himself too, which was at least once. Well, they didn't want. Yes. uh, Which was my main concern. I was like, "Uh, this isn't uh, looking good. Yeah. uh, uh, Grandpa was like, uh, you're not going to stick your head in the oven, are you? And then he he said something to the extent of, I wouldn't make your Christmas uh, happy. (laughs) If mine's not going to be. Boy, that's toxic. Uh, Dial 988 if you're feeling. Well, the, the dad and the the dad and his dad don't really get along. That's right. what we we have mm-hmm. figured out. Uh, and he sits down to watch a, a TV, and the only thing on every channel is "It's a Wonderful Life," um, which is related to the title. It's a marginal life. Uh, I was expecting more of a "It's a Wonderful Life," um, like other episodes that are named after it's a wonderful life tend to yeah. be yeah so that this was a nice this was a nice departure from that uh and her ex-wife boyfriend shows up randomly with some gifts for the kids and uh yeah no one else was home he the the her ex-wife's new boyfriend was heading to tahiti to paint and be an artist. Um, so the dad takes all the gifts he brought for the boyfriend also brought separate gifts for all the kids. Um, so he, it's like, wouldn't it be evident that he didn't know who they were purchased for? Yeah. So he's just putting random tags on the gifts. Well, no, like he, the ta- he was taking the old tags off and putting new tags. Yeah. On. Oh, okay. So he didn't know who they were for. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it would also be, if one of one of their two vehicles was stolen, it would be curious for them to come back with pizza and only have 
Yeah. And the dad had new presents. And he had, he had admitted he had no money or presents. Right. Um, well, I thought it was going to keep going for like another four or five minutes and they were going to like open these presents that didn't make sense. Yeah. And it was no. going to be, they'd be like, they catch him in the lie and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I realized we'd already been watching for 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was the resolution to the story. Hey, <laughs> Deus ex machina or Deus, uh, ex wife boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, that one didn't well, like they resolve nothing. <laughs> like what the next day he's just fine. Or is he back to being suicidal or whatever? Oh, nearly. Uh, uh, I mean, you'll have to see after the winter break if uh, if that happened. Well, no, because we get an end credit scene uh, with Santa Claus leaving presents under their tree. And the kids are like, oh, that's sweet of dad to dress up. And then they're like, let's go back to bed. Like, hey, who's that? <laughs> yeah. And the dad dad comes down the stairs and like, stares and like, who's that? And I thought that was going to turn into a thing. But no, it's just Santa turns to the screen, breaks the fourth wall and goes, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. And it was actually Hulk Hogan. No, I'm yes. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, sorry, that was a Gremlins two reference you were making. Good, good, good on you. Yeah. Um, final thoughts on it's a marginal life. Anyone who wants to go, um, Yeah, I like while watching it, I thought it would have similar themes to it's a wonderful life. Because um, I was like the whole time just waiting. I'm like, okay, you know, nah, it's not yeah. happening. I guess. <laughs> and then when he's when the dad is watching TV and. It keeps saying it's a wonderful life coming up next and like oh maybe now it's gonna like turn into it turn, turn into <laughs> it but then i i checked the time stamp it's like two minutes left i'm like oh, okay i guess not <laughs> um yeah and <clears throat> excuse me one thing i i didn't like that i wrote down was when the dad's moping he's like this is the black christmas mm-hmm. and then it's just like that using that term black as like uh, a negative thing mm-hmm. like black sheep black bald black listed yeah that's it's kind like, of a uh, yeah i i wrote that down too with an oof next to it where, where are we coming down on black comedy because i always hear <laughs> that but they don't mean but they like they don't mean bl- black as in black they mean like Dark, dark, you know, dark comedy. I always found that term to be a little bit problematic too, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was my only critique, two critiques of, of this episode. And I, I didn't really understand the whole driving scene at the beginning, like how it relates to the whole plot or character development. I, I don't know. They, they literally could have included like a, an extra couple minutes of, and it's a wonderful life. It's the driving had driving scene. no purpose. Like the opening scene just led to the later scenes of the driving, which really didn't tie into the episode in any way, shape or exactly. form. Exactly. Yeah. They just wanted the dad going, uh, yeah. the, uh <laughs> who is this guy? Why is he making those sounds next to a teenage girl in a car? And why is she driving oh, so badly? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Andrew, um, it's a marginal show. Uh, let's see. No, it, it was a wild ride. Um, I, I, the jokes were, were plentiful. Uh, some of them were humorous. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the show in general. So 
best of luck watching it, but uh, this is probably gonna be it for me. Um, I, I, I can see there, there were points where the dad was overacting and looking at, like looking at the camera and, uh, and, uh, things like that. <laughs> like dancing across the kitchen when he got a job. Oh yeah. That was weird. Uh, but, um, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's designed as like a family, family show, kids show. Um, so it's, it has that feel good element to it, which is nice, except for the part where the dad's going to put his head in the oven. Um, and yes, uh, the use of black as a negative connotation for the Christmas, uh, definitely problematic. Um, thank you nineties for, for doing a like we made it almost the entire episode without fat shaming transphobia homophobia uh racism but they just of course they just snuck it in there um what a suicide joke uh yes a suicide joke uh but he wasn't he wasn't actually going to do it i know (laughs) uh but whenever we do have these episodes where you know, we probably should have provided a trigger warning for that. Remember national suicide hotline, nine, eight, eight, 24 hours a day from your telephone. RIP green ranger. Uh, is that how he died? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. uh, according to, to TMZ and that's naming nineties with your month late report. Um, oh, on no. Jason, Jason, David Frank, um, <clears throat> final thoughts. Uh, I think we, we, yeah. Oh, Wells. one thing. I think the whole time watching it, I was asking myself, is the grandpa from Sister Act? Because he looks like one of the teachers. Oh. Huh. Either did, the first one or the second one. I can't remember. Did you? I didn't confirm. <laughs> I'll look while Brandon concludes. Okay. Feel free to cut it in. Uh, so that's it for this holiday edition of Naming Nineties. Tune in tomorrow for day seven of our 2022 12 Days of Christmas specials. Thank you so much to Shalina of Everything Nineties for coming on. Uh, let our listeners know where to find you, Shalina. You can find me at Everything Nineties Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and podcast platforms. <laughs> Sister awesome. Act Two. Good. good. Good pick yes. out there. Thank you. <laughs> you I I know you did you did an episode you did an episode on Sister Act, but did I you did. did you do a movie club? I uh, did not. Maybe I'll have to throw that in as a pick at some point. Uh, yes. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namey90s90s or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Namey Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about in future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namey90s. Also with 90s. Finally, you can also... Uh, Slow down. <laughs> Finally, you can also contact us through our website, <laughs> namely 90s.com. No, you can't. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Whoa. These are tune in, <laughs> iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, and that's Andrew. Thank you one final time to Shalina Thank of you. Everything Thank 90s. You. Uh, and we'll catch you tomorrow for day seven of our two, 12 Days of Christmas specials.
Badamtsch.